Welcome to Beyond the Microphone, a podcast about podcasters and the stories of how their shows came together, grew, and what they discovered along the way. I'm your host, Adam Baru. So before we get into our interview today um, with Derek Goodwin, I'd like to talk a little bit about the business side of running a podcast. Because um, I think, you know, when I introduce my guest here today, I think he'll be able to speak to it a little bit just based on um, some of what I read in his profile. But I used to host a podcast called The Change, which to be honest, like that's more in line with my mission. Um, the work I do through EIQ Media Group is really trying to build our collective consciousness around things like emotional intelligence and empathy. So I used to host a podcast called The Change which was on servant leadership and and kind of the mental health um, aspect and how our professional lives um, kind of are a part of our mental health landscape and really trying to normalize, you know, those conversations. And I I mean, I had a great time. I did a whole season of that show and got to meet a lot of great people. But, you know, in talking about kind of the business side of putting a podcast together, you know, there was a lot that went into each episode. Now, I did publish bi-weekly, so I had, you know, a week in between to kind of get ready for my next interview, but I interviewed a lot of authors, and I would want to read their books, like, so that I felt prepared in going into an interview. And yeah, I read, like, a lot of great books, but it started to weigh in where it was, a, it started to become a real crunch on my time. You know, now I have the benefit of I had a sound engineer and I've got an assistant and I've got, you know, marketing people that were all working with me. But still, just like, you know, the process of putting an interview together, an outline and scripting that interview, although I would, you know, I would script some basic questions, but let the conversation flow organically. But it got to the point because I'm also, you know, running two other businesses that I had to make a decision like, do I move forward with this? Because I'm not able to continue putting in my best. Like I want to, like with each interview that I do, I want to be fully present and fully prepared. And it was starting to feel like I was going into those interviews, not, you know, able to achieve that. And so, you know, as, as you're putting your podcast together, like don't, don't be afraid to pivot is I guess my main point. Like, if you're doing it for a while and it's really not working out, like you're losing some, you know, life balance type of stuff and it, it starts to feel like work, like maybe think about doing something different that's a little bit more streamlined. This podcast, Beyond the Microphone, I put it together with a lot of intention to make it very streamlined. Like I do gather some, you know, a bio and, and some information about the guests, but they, these episodes don't require a lot of preparation. It's more I allow the guests to come in and tell their stories. Um, so that is going to enable me to still do what I love doing, which is, you know, having conversations around people's stories, how they got into podcasting, because I think everybody that is doing it has a has a story to tell. And that's what I love doing. And I, I love having these types of conversations. So I created in with intention a format of a podcast that is going to be less conducive to that burnout. It's 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 going to be more conducive for me just showing up and having a great interview and being able to turn these around because I do turn them around weekly. So there's, you know, there's quite a bit of demand, you know, to do the editing and all that stuff. So anyway, 
the point is, you know, for, for you guys listening out there, don't be afraid to pivot. Always, you know, take steps with intention around what you're doing and check in with yourself and, and make sure if you're starting to feel burnout and anxiety around what you're doing, like check in. Are you still in alignment with what your goals were when you set out with your podcast? Because, hey, probably, and as our guest here today will tell you, like he's had multiple podcasts. It's okay to pivot and do something different. Like you're still making a difference and that's the important thing. So with that, I'd like to introduce Derek Goodwin, a self-described OG podcaster and current host of the podcast, Don't Forget Yoga podcast. So Derek, welcome to Beyond the Microphone. Hi, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, um, you bet. So yeah, tell us a little bit about your background and career before podcasting and you know, that self-description as an OG podcaster. I mean, you've been doing this <laughs> for a while now, going back to, I read 2005 with the Vegan right. Radio podcast. So let's go all the way back there. I mean, where, what were you doing up till then? Like, and then kind of where did this idea of a podcast come to be? And, and ultimately, like, take us from there to then the Warrior One podcast and ultimately the podcast that you're hosting today. Right. Well, that we'll get to that. Those two are that was my pivot between those two. But um, back in two thousand five, I was super deep into veganism, um, and being an activist. And um, I lived in Northampton, Massachusetts, and we had a a radio station opening that was community run, low power FM. And so, I thought, wow, that'd be cool to have a radio show about veganism but you know it's only going to reach who knows 10 people at a time or something okay. <laughs> and, but at the same time apple was coming out with the ipod podcasting had just started and my best friend who was also vegan was as a mac programmer so he was deep into the technology and so we said well we should make a podcast and the podcast began as just recording radio show and then putting it onto into the RSS feed. Mm -hmm. um, I imagine, I think we built our own website and everything at that point. Yeah, like uh, what were even the players back then? Like how did people find <laughs> and listen to them? Well, uh, I believe Mark Marin was getting started around then, so the WTF. Um, there was a, the other big vegan podcast was called Vegan Freaks. And they had a book, <laughs> so they were they were a little ahead of us. Um, okay. And out of that, I didn't really have a business plan, but over time, it really plugged me in with the vegan movement, and I got to interview a lot of the movers and shakers. Um, I'm also a photographer, so I was photographing big events and also going to the animal sanctuaries and photographing animals. I became kind of famous for that. Okay. <laughs> and so it all worked together. So for me, podcasting was associated not as much with making money, but just really having fun and meeting people and getting access to things I wouldn't have gotten access to normally. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but over time... I ended up moving to New Orleans and couldn't do the radio show anymore. And at the end, it just became a podcast standalone, and I would take a little longer 
to make episodes and started really playing around with narrations and putting in sound effects and original music and things. Oh, cool. So that's the vegan radio story. Okay. And then, yeah, the Warrior One podcast. First of all, what you know, what's the premise <laughs> behind that one? And, and kind of how did you make your way from the, the vegan radio podcast to that one? Right. So I always had felt like I wanted to get back into podcasting. I always missed it. Um, and I was living in New York City uh, working for an international yoga brand. I was a yoga teacher by then. Mm-hmm. And as I was, I went through a big breakup, and I decided I was going to move out of the city. But I had this idea that I wanted to create a new podcast. This is 2019. Okay. So I interviewed a couple um, big name yoga teachers in the city on my way out. <laughs> I ended up in Colorado, Boulder, Colorado, after a little while, and then and then it was 2020, and the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And so the timing was really good because couldn't do photography, couldn't teach yoga. I had time by myself with these interviews I'd recorded. But I also, because of the isolation, just found myself playing a lot more music. So when I launched Warrior One as a, as a yoga pose, but I also have this kind of idea of an earth warrior or something. Yeah. And the premise, that was the part I didn't have too well the premise was how do we best live this one brief magical life um but i was mostly talking about yoga metaphysics but i started weaving in um music and the first episode it was just kind of background music the second episode i actually had a couple of original songs that were oh awesome not specifically connected, but you know, they were songs about yoga and the <laughs> okay. and then by the third one I had integrated the the interview into verses and choruses and had made but it was super elaborate and like you were talking about before I didn't get burned out. It was the favorite thing in my life, but it took weeks to make an episode so it wasn't really sustainable and it wasn't a business model or anything yeah so that's when i did my pivot i joined the um grow the show podcast accelerator Mm -hmm. which you know about yep and um and kind of went back to the drawing board who's my audience what do i want to offer them and I kept trying to fit Warrior One into some box of who the audience would be, but it seemed impossible because I had all these different ideas that were mm-hmm. going into it. So I, at one point, I woke up in the middle of the night and I said, I had this thought, like, I should just create something new mm-hmm. that'll serve and still keep the things that I love. So like you, I r- realized I really needed to streamline, make the episode short, concise, just one theme so I could output regularly and be consistent because that's always been my struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency is, is the name of the game. Um, so how, you know, with, with your current podcast, like, are you weekly, bi-weekly? What's your, what's the schedule Um, like? And, and, um, (laughs) like who are, I guess, what's the format? Like, what do you, who, who's your audience and how are your episodes structured and that sort of thing? So my audience is new yoga teachers. Um, my 
uh, origin story with the podcast is that I'm a, a yogi who has trouble remembering all the anatomy and all the yoga philosophy. So I've one of the things that I also have been doing through this time is just creating little songs that help me remember anatomy. Mm. So I have one like the pelvis is the basin of the body, connects the spine to the hips and places we get naughty. It's like a bowl <laughs> with a big hole, an inlet and an outlet, yo. One sacrum, two hip bones, and a coccyx. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, nice. So I, have, <laughs> I have these crazy little songs. So so the tagline for the podcast is it's um, to help new yoga teachers absorb yogic wisdom with music, mantra, and mnemonics. And so that's the starting point. But obviously, I can't write a new song every time I make an episode. So... Some of the episodes are just short me talking about something. It turns out in yoga anatomy, there's, or in in human anatomy, there's a ton of mnemonic devices that students use to learn things. So that's one thread. Um, And then the philosophy is another thread. So I also do interviews with yoga teachers, and um, my goal is to start also interviewing people who are memory scientists and things like that to just really hone in on this thing about memorization and how a yoga teacher could use it to enhance their teaching and offerings. Yeah, I'm like personally as somebody who like, and it's very infrequent, um, much to my wife's chagrin because she is a yoga teacher as well. Um, But I'm always fascinated by how, you know, as a yoga student, like I'll be in a practice and you know, the, the instructor has you go through a long series of events and I'm not even, I'm not, you know, remembering what we're doing, but then all of a sudden it's like 10 minutes goes by and now they're working on kind of the counter moves of, of those, you know, sequences right there. And I'm like, how did they remember that we did all these things on the right side and now, you know, to do the same things on the left side. So yeah, there's gotta be, quite a bit of memorization, I think, that, that comes into play there. Um, but I want to bring it back to the Grow the Show program. Like, what were your big kind of takeaways? Um, you know, has it, have you been able to apply some of those concepts? And, I mean, are you seeing growth in your podcast? Like, what, you know, kind of what you're expected to get out of the Grow the Show program? Are you seeing, are you seeing that come into fruition for you? Right. Um, so when I went in... I had the expectation that I was going to transform Warrior One, mm-hmm. um, and so, but that the exercises, you know, Kevin, the the director or overseer mm-hmm. of the whole thing, yeah, Kevin's really Schmidlin. good at, mm-hmm. yep, Kevin, he's really great at um, creating structure. I think so. Just this process of figuring out my audience. What do I want to do? What do I love about podcasting? And then the coaching bit, um, Jeremy it was my coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, he really kept kept me moving, pushing me to the finish line. <laughs> oh, good. And so, so I started really strong with about an episode a week. Slowed down a little bit because my photography business had a big surge of activity. Okay. And... Um, 
I, I don't want to talk too. <laughs> if I tell you the whole story of my life, everything will take too long. But um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I so, guess just big picture. Like, are you able, are, are you, did you get like a foundation with the Grow the Show program that, that is giving you that structure to, to grow? I mean, ultimately, that's the name, that's the name of their yes. program, right? Yes. The, the short of it is I love the program. I feel like it, I have a really strong idea that I, you know, hone down. I've got um, the show is concise and doing everything I want it to do. The part I'm working on now is getting interviewed on other podcasts. So, yeah. Um, so I, I really appreciate you uh, interviewing me. Yeah, of, and of course. course. And I want to yeah, do that, that. That's that's a huge thing as far as like growing. Um, and I think as podcast hosts, it's like you know, we're so focused on creating the content, um, as hosts that we forget that, you know, the other side of, you know, growing our own shows is going to involve guest spotting, um, as much as is feasibly possible, to be honest. Like that's, that's my personal take on it. Like, because it's, it's free advertising and branding that really the only cost of it is your time. Um, but, Imagine going in front of all these, you know, potential new audience members with now your message, much like you're doing here today. So, you know, for those of you listening, um, maybe you're just starting out in podcasting as a host, like highly recommend guest spotting um, like Derek is doing. And really all my guests do, you know, that come on this show because they're all podcasters. So um, I want to ask, you know, just overall, just going even back to the beginning, like, what have been some of the major highlights and some of the big challenges that you've had to overcome as you kept moving forward in in your own podcasting experience? Well, like I said, in the the early days, um, it was just fun and unique and not that many people knew what it was. And so it got me access to some higher level or to some people who I really admired and wanted to talk to. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that there's so many podcasts now that some of that is a bigger leap now. Like if I started a vegan podcast today, I'd just be one of 100 or 200 or however many there are. So so that part's shifted a little. I think um, for me, I'm an artist and the joy of creating is, is what keeps me going more than anything. And um um, I love interviewing and meeting people, and so there's it's still that that part's still a joy, and um, I'm sorry I got a little off my. No, I, I love it. I'm glad you're <laughs> still getting enjoyment from that, and and that is yeah. the name of the game. And so you said something just now that 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 is definitely hugely interesting, and I think something that perhaps a lot of people that are getting into podcasting, it may be something that kind of scares them off a little bit is this idea of saturation. Like, you know, why would I want to go and talk about this subject? There's, you know, 40 other podcasts talking about it. Like what is your take on podcast saturation and how to kind of navigate through that barrier? Well, it's, it's that reverse engineering. Like we learned in grow the show where, you figure out who your audience is and how you can serve them and and then really make something special and specific rather than 
you know, there's, I've, I was talking to a, somebody, my last podcast guest, uh, Christine Furler, is mm-hmm. doing the life coaching thing. Um, and she started that before the pandemic, but that's another area that seems to have exploded, right? And mm-hmm. so, so I think if you were a life coach and you just had a podcast called Life Coaching or something, you're going to get drowned in that sea of life coaches. But if you have life coaching for people whose husband left them, or <laughs> yeah, you know, the more specific you can get, yeah. I, I have no idea. Um, but so mine, I think when I was came up with this whole idea for the music mantras and mnemonics, Jeremy got really excited. He said, because it's so like specific and unique that no one else is really doing it. And it, you know, it reflects my personality. So we all have our little quirks and funny interests. And I think the more you can drill down into what makes you unique and apply that to your podcast and find a specific audience. And then, you know, once you have your, there's that famous essay, the thousand true fans, if you can get a thousand true fans that pay you $10 a month, you know, you're going to be doing great. Love it. That's, yeah, that's fantastic advice. Um, So thanks for sharing that. So as we kind of come to a conclusion here today, want to ask a couple questions on the theme of discoveries. And the first question is, you know, what discoveries did you make about podcasting? You know, you have a long journey in podcasting, um, you know, from 2005 till now. And so, you know, just there's been such an evolution, but like, what are some of the just overall discoveries just about podcasting in general that, that you've kind of noticed in your experience? Hmm. <laughs> you stumped me. Um, let's see. I'm just having a moment of stage fright, I think. Um, I feel like podcasting, I've been on a journey in these last five or so years of my life of just figuring out what branding and marketing and things really are as a freelance you know I do photography I do teach yoga and everything I do is kind of my own hustle Mm -hmm. and um, just learning how people market things successfully from you know the ideas of sales funnels to hero's journey for the customer things like this Mm -hmm. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts that teach about that like Seth Godin and um, Akimbo Tim Ferriss's stuff. So mm-hmm. um, because this world is transitioning so much to having a lot of people being their own kind of mini influencer or personality that has their own unique business, that knowledge and wisdom is so important. And for me personally, it hasn't come naturally. I'm kind of that classic artist that doesn't know how to run a business person. So the discovery journey of 
trying to learn all that and integrate it into my offerings has been, you know, both a blessing and the biggest challenge for me. Yeah, that's a great response. That's a very insightful response. Um, And I think, you know, certainly it's something that, you know, podcasters need to kind of think about in addition to just, you know, kind of showing up and doing these interviews. It's like, you know, you despite what your purpose is, like if it's to make money or to have, you know, to be doing this full time, like, you know, everybody gets in it with a, with a passion and a purpose. And so like, if nothing else to continue to feed that passion and purpose, like there is, you know, a a desire and a need to kind of make sure you're getting it out there so it can get listened to, right. Um, to hopefully make an impact and and help people and, and resonate with people that are, you know, want to connect with that message and that content. So last question, um, again, on the theme of discoveries, what discoveries have you made about yourself through your podcasting experience? <laughs> um, the, the paradox of the pandemic that it was so terrible for some people and so wonderful for other people, um, that pause in life just gave me so much time to inflect and go deeper into my music and my writing and everything. So, um, and the podcasting was a tool because it allowed me to have my musical offerings, my storytelling. My it was also a way to connect with people online while while we were isolated mm-hmm. um so i think that the love you have to i think to be a successful podcaster you really have to love doing it and maybe so much that you would do it even if there is no pile of money or fame mm-hmm. at the end of it all you know i think yeah. that's what's going to carry most people and probably to go back to your question about um the saturation in the market right now when a trend ha- hits you know a lot of people are going to jump on and if they're just doing it because it's the trend it's probably not going to stick cuz it's not for most of us unless we're already a celebrity it's not super easy to build a podcast from the ground up mm-hmm. but if you love it and you can be consistent and just keep coming back that's what's going to carry you forward those are beautiful words to close on so let's do so thank you so much (laughs) for being here today and being my guest it's been a pleasure to get to know you here on the show and thanks for your time today it's been great you're welcome Derek Goodwin is an OG podcaster having started his first show vegan radio podcast in 2005 he went on to create the warrior one podcast and today hosts the show don't forget yoga podcast helping new yoga teachers absorb yogic wisdom with music, mantras, and mnemonics. You can find out more about Derek on our website, www.eiqmediallc.com, or by clicking the links in this episode's show notes. If you enjoy Beyond the Microphone, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, as well as to our YouTube channel. You can find links to all of these in our episode's show notes. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time on Beyond the Microphone. Beyond the Microphone is produced and distributed by EIQ Media Group, LLC. Elevate your emotional IQ with podcasts and content focused on entrepreneurship, 
overcoming adversity, stories of emotional courage, women's health, aging, and more.